What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Connor Knows Wrestling. And today is episode four of Throwback Thursday Reviews. And since it was the fourth, uh, since it's the fourth of July, excuse me, um, I, nothing better than to review. WCW Great American Bash 1998. Let's get into it. What's happening, wrestling fans? This is Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And we drop a podcast every Wednesday, and you can catch us on Saturdays on Brain Buster Radio. And right now, you're listening to Connor Knows Wrestling Podcast. Let's get this uh, throwback Thursday review started. WCW Great American Bash 1998 took place June 14, 1998 at Baltimore Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Your attendance was 12,810. The opening video package shows multiple fuels while being very low budget. It's like WCW put all their money into their uh, guaranteed deals and had the smallest production payroll. The pri- the pyro display is nice through commentary. Commentary is Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heeman, and Mike Tahini. Schiavone says our main event was the four best wrestlers in the world, which is which was at least uh, 75% of uh, those guys this point in time. Our first match of the night is a best of seven series. Booker T versus Chris Benoit. Uh, this is actually the eighth match in the uh, in the series as the seventh ended in controversy. The winner gets a shot at Finley for the television title later in the show. We open with some good old-fashioned wrestling. It's good because they know each other so well after seven matches. Unfortunately... Uh, the crowd is pretty quiet throughout this, even though it is solid work when they have uh, when they start bringing strikes into play. The crowd wakes up a bit. Benoit gets two on a back suplex, uh, and he uses that suplex to get two. 
After Booker counters a back suplex, Benoit moves into a chin lock. Every time Booker looks to get an offense, Benoit has an answer. Uh, <clears throat> Booker finally busts out a power slam and is so slow to, fo- to follow up, which is appreciated uh, considering he's been worked over in this match. He misses an ugly top rope attempt next. Uh, Benoit goes for the crippler cross crossface, so Booker goes uh, for the ropes. Instead, he moves to his fourth chin lock of the match. Not good. A Insiguri turns the tie. Booker nails his spine buster. Shivani calls it a sidewalk splan, a sidewalk slam. Spinabroni. Uh, they go up to the top where Benoit nails the superplex. Benoit never landed right on these and takes them on the back of his head. Benoit goes for the German suplex series, but Booker blocks only for two. Excuse me, only for Benoit to bust open a dragon to bust out a dragon suplex for two. He hits the driving headbutt, but he can't cover. Instantly, Booker nails a Harlem sidekick to the back of the head, followed by a missile dropkick win. Your winner is Booker T in 17 minutes, 7, 16 minutes, 17 seconds, excuse me. Um, My thoughts on this match is I've only ever heard good thing, great things about this series. Uh, this was a really good final match, but it was just too many rest holds away from being great by the standards uh, of a lot of WCW matches and was one of the best. I wish the, the legwork played more into the finish, though. I did this match. I gave this match, I give this match, excuse me, a 3.5 out of 5. Alrighty, folks, so our second match of the night is Canyon versus Saturn. Uh, recently, Canyon ditched the Mortis getup, however, Mortis appears in the entrance, but it is a decoy. As Canyon is behind Saturn and attacks, commentary, commentary tries to say Canyon revolutionized wrestling with offense. Uh, I put in my little margin here that he was creative, but commentary's taking it uh, too far. Excuse me. After some high impact offense, uh, some of the flock run after. Excuse me. After some high impact canyon offense, some of the flock run out but get stopped in their tracks. They do end up. They do end up beating him up. Leaning to Saturn, Saturn diving out onto everyone. Saturn said he did not want any help here, so that makes sense. Nick Patrick kicks the flock out in an impressive uh, showing. Saturn does a deadlift second rope suplex that I uh, that I put in parentheses here that I did not expect. Saturn now goes to work, even applying a variation of a cattle mutilation. And, Chair gets, gets brought into play, and Saturn busts out Sabu's triple jump moonsault for two. Saturn is going all out here. He tries a uh, sunset flip that Canyon counters into a Northern Light suplex. Uh, they look confused on a slow neck breaker spot, but that's been the only mishap in this match. Uh, Canyon tries the flatliner, but Saturn reverses with a half Nelson suplex. Saturn tries for the Death, Death Valley driver, but is countered, so he nails a super kick. They go up top, but both fall outside. Mortis reappears from the crowd, but now there are two of them. They begin to fight 
for some reason taking things outside. Commentary says one is to help Canyon and the other is to help Saturn. Saturn leaps from the second rope, but it is but is caught with a flatliner to end it. Your winner. Your winner is Canyon in 14 minutes and 45 seconds. Uh, here's my notes here. I did not expect that. Saturn was nuts trying to, uh, trying so many things. And a couple of that, Canyon, with Canyon's uh, rather innovative offense, you've got a fully fun match. What hurt? This was the crowd was rather dead, and multiple mortis stuff was weird. Besides uh, that, though, the innovative and pretty ahead of its time. I gave this match a three out of five. After the match, uh, Canyon celebration is cut short when a mortis that reveals himself to be Raven, who takes him out with an even flow on the outside. Raven turns his attention to be rating Saturn. Saturn gets mad at this and goes after Raven. I'm fine with the turn here. It took the focus off Canyon. Alright, so our next match is for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Chris Jericho versus Dean Malenko. The title is currently vacated. Uh, it's strange to not only hear Chris Jericho's WWE debut theme here. Uh, having the sign margin here, but to also hear him build from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, this came out to the fantastic conspiracy victim angle that Jericho did. Jericho has uh, Jericho, his man of 1,004 tights. Oh, so I didn't see an arm bar. I'll be disappointed. Uh, D. Malenko nails the German suplex and is portraying, portray, and is, excuse me, portraying how badly he wants to beat up Jericho while here. Malenko starts to wear Jericho down, but gets countered with a nice inverted dropkick. Jericho does the HBK uh, corner bump, but, does, but overdoes it by hitting his head on the ring post in uh, phony fashion. He busts out a uh, Suicido to take out Malenko, which Jericho starting to wear down Malenko, which he makes entertaining with his giant step walk. He misses the lion's salt. So Malenko goes to short knees. They go up to the top where Malenko wants to his super gut buster, but Jericho counters into a hurricane runner. Uh, Malenko blocks a powerbomb, but ends up in the Boston Crab. Shivani correctly tells us that it isn't the Lion Tamer. Malenko gets the rope, so Jericho tries the Lion Tamer. But Malenko rolls through and tries to test his clover leaf. Jericho makes it to the ropes, though. A slap by Jericho ignites a fire Malenko, who tees off on him. He throws a Dave, he throws Dave Pinzer outside, aside, outside. And hits Jericho with a weak chair shot, resulting in the DQ. Winner via disqualification is Chris Jericho in 13 minutes and 51 seconds. Uh, my thoughts on the match. I was surprised, but it's three straight good matches to open a WCW pay-per-view. This would have gotten a higher score if it wasn't for the lame finish. I mean, excuse me. I understand 
it since Dimalenko snapped, but the wheelchair shot hurt it at the end. I gave this match a 3.5 out of 5. Uh, after the match, Chris Jericho and Dean Malenko fight all the way to the outside of the arena and across the street. Malenko even throws Jericho into a mailbox. Jericho runs across the street into traffic and the camera sees him run far away into the nearby building when the disqualification is actually announced. Tony Schiavone seems confused as why that would be the result. And then uh, we get a backstage segment here. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it in with this section. Uh, after Eddie Guerrero talks about uh, Chavo in the WCW.com area, we are taken to what is supposed to be a closer look at Juvita Guerrero. It doesn't give us any information. It's just random shots of Juvie and what he looks like in the set of Desperado sitting generic Spanish music. Okay, so our next match of the night is Juvenid Guerrero versus Reese with Lloyd. Reese gets no reaction from the fans. Maybe they know that he was the infamous Yeti a few years earlier. Nothing happens because these two uh, can't do anything. David versus Gulwaz battles can work, but the big guy has to be able to do the same work, which Reese cannot. And the size difference can't be this big. Uh, Juvenid is like the equivalent of Reese's leg. I have a little uh, spot my notes here. The brain makes jokes about Reese stretching uh, Juvenid out to six foot two. Reese goes to the staple of every poor big worker. The bear hug Van Hammer comes out with a chair and to nail Reese. Lloyd distracting the referee for some reason, which looked dumb since Reese was in control. Juvenid hits a putrid looking uh, hurricane on a win. Even though Reese's shoulder was up, winner Juvenid Guerrero, eight minutes, forty-four seconds. Uh, my thoughts on the match: there was absolutely no reason for this to go as long as it did. Uh, Reese was so bad he couldn't do anything here. Match sucked, and the finish was not good either. So I gave this a one out of five. All right, so that brings us into our next match, which is Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Eddie Guerrero. Uh, due to the fact that they are family, Eddie doesn't want to fight, so Chavo slaps him. That fires Eddie up. Who just lights Chavo up with the with uh, shots? They do an odd spot where Chavo hits the ring post face first. Eddie kicks in the middle. Eddie kicks the middle rope. Onto uh, Chavo's crotch as he enters the ring. Heenan is just on fire with the Mexican jokes. Uh, Chavo fights back with a moonsault for two. Eddie goes to a brain buster, but it's dead. Uh, of covering, he just talks smack to his nephew. The slap leads Chavo to choke him out. The referee breaks it up before Chavo chases Eddie outside. Being the veteran that he is, uh, Eddie uses... Uh, this to take Chavo's leg out and he now wears down wears him down with the figure four but it makes less sense when he moves into the camel clutch as the fans chant boring Eddie tells him to kiss his ass <laughs> little uh, funny side note though 
Shovel sends his uncle outside and dives onto him. He was playing uh, his this unhinged role. Uh, so he throws some signs around from fans. He takes an ugly spill from the top, but is able to avoid a frog splash and hits a tornado DDT onto, onto the top rope before springboarding in for another and winning. Your winner is Chavo Guerrero Jr. in 14 minutes, uh, 44 seconds. Uh, my thoughts on the match is the crowd to seem to have no interest in this uh, uh, match. It was technically very good, but something about it was off uh, to me. Maybe the fact that Eddie went from toying with Chavo to not wrestling, to not wanting to fight, to toying to him again. I don't know. Still, though, a big fan, a big win for Chavo, and I enjoyed the finish. I gave this match. You should, you should see the train. A three out of five. Alrighty, folks. So that transitions us into our. Sixth match of the night, I believe. Fifth or sixth match of the night. Anyway, uh, the match is for the WCW World Television title. Fit Finley versus Booker T. Uh, Booker T did beat um, Chris Benoit early, uh, in the first match of the night to get this opportunity against Fit Finley. Uh, so right from the start, some leg work from the opener. Uh, comes into play as Fit Finley targets it. Booker realizes. Uh, Booker uh, realizes with, excuse me, retaliates. Jeez, with a dive on, with a dive to the outside, but his axe kick is countered when Finley grabs the leg and moves into a single leg crab. Finally, transition transitions through two multiple submission variations on the leg. It's seamless. He goes to the. Stretch muffler and even slams it on the apron. Booker starts to rally, however, Finley stopped again, stops that more leg work. Uh, fortunately, Finley stopped for no, for no reason uh, to look at the crowd and give us a minute of nothing. Booker then hits two axe kicks and shows zero effect off the leg work. Seriously, <clears throat> he then goes to reverse the tombstone, but botches it. Finley runs shoulder first and into the corner before eating a deadly-looking pile driver to give us a new champion. Your winner and new WCW World Television Champion, Booker T, in 13 minutes and 11 seconds. Uh, the consistent leg work was a bit dull at times, but it was... Uh, Masterful uh, after the opener. Unfortunately, Booker T not selling the leg work in the end hurts a lot. So I gave this a 2.5 out of 5. Alright folks, so our next match is for the WCW United States Championship. Goldberg is defending against Conan with Kurt Henning and Rick Grude. Uh... Right now, we are smack dab in the middle of Goldberg at the height of his popularity. He would win the world title a few weeks, a few weeks later. Here he is, 99-0. and 0. The crowd chants Gold, Goldberg from the instant. His music hits until the bell rings. Kurt Henning was hurt, but originally supposed to be in this. Goldberg's first offensive move is, an, is a ugly 
as heck, so Conan just clubs him. Goldberg hits a weak spear in the jackhammer for the one, two, three. Your winner and still WCW United States champion, Goldberg, in one minute, 56 seconds. Uh, my notes here, uh, worse than the usual Goldberg stuff, keeping his stuff short and sweet was fine, but this looked terribly bad. Uh, I did not give this match a grade because it's it's just too short to give a grade. After the match, due to his failure, Kurt Henning and Rick Rude beat down Conan. This leads him to getting saved by Alexa Luger and Kevin Nash. Henning rips his NWO Wolfpack shirt to reveal the black and white one. OWCW and their multiple NWO factions. Alright folks, so our second to last match here is Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan with the Disciple versus Macho Man and Roddy Piper. Uh, here, Macho Man and Piper dislike each other, and they're going to have a match against one another after this match. Bret Hart doesn't even get his own entrance, and he's bundled in with Hulk Hogan's, who reportedly wasn't pleased with the reactions of this Bret was getting. You can see that Bret has no interest in being in being in WCW. Uh, they did some stalling before Piper does his trademark stuff, like the eye pokes. He shows good teamwork with Savage. But once Bret Hart gets tagged, he makes things uh, a bit better. Uh, Savage. Hogan and Piper look depressingly bad. Throughout, they do basic tag formula with false tags and dirty heel stuff. Savage is knocked from the top rope. Best Piper delivers some awful looking shots to Hogan. Bret is left, left lying until Hogan is able to take out Savage's knee. This point hits Piper with the belt. And Brett slaps Savage in the sharpshooter, and leads, which leads him to submit. Uh, winners: Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan in 11 minutes and 41 minutes. Uh, this was just a terrible match. Even though it has a bunch of uh, uh, legends in it, the only person in this match that had any business wrestling in '98 was Bret Hart, and they booked him the worst of them all. Everything about this match sucked. The rating isn't a dud because of Brett, who even was just cashing checks, and it's still pretty good. Uh, so I gave this match a uh, 1.5. So after this, we get an impromptu match. Macho Man versus Roddy Piper. Mean Gene goes to stir the pot between these two, but Roddy Piper tries to help Savage. Savage attacks and nails an elbow, but only gets two. Uh, Mad Savage throws the referee aside. Piper hits a low blow and applies to figure four, making Savage submit twice in less than five minutes. Your winner is Roddy Piper in one minute, 37 seconds. This would be the end of Randy Savage for a while as he needed uh, knee surgery. Awful stuff here again. They should have had a younger guy put him on the shelf for the rub. This match does not get a grade. Alrighty, folks. We have reached the main event of the evening. WCW World Tag Team Championship. The Giant versus Sting. Uh, you see these two guys won the tag team titles, but Giant is in is NWO, NWO Hollywood, and Sting is the Wolfpack. 
When a hero chooses a new partner, Sting should be the top guy in the company right now, not part of the NWO. And defeat and defending the world title against Giant would they have been a good main event? If they did Sting versus Goldberg on pay per view for the world title, title whatever. Uh, if Giant wins, he's picking the Disciple as his partner. So I hope he. Uh, so I wrote in my side notes here. Giant is smoking a cigarette and blows it in Sting's face. So he hits him with the Stinger Splash. Uh, he goes to, uh, to the well once too often, eats a boot, Giant does basic big man stuff to wear down Sting, but come back again, Sting slams him, but he's too big to get the Scorpio Deathlock on, uh, Scorpion, uh, Death Drop, excuse me, uh, Scorpion Death Drop gets two, and Giant can't, uh, hit the choke slam because Sting went after the knee earlier, a second Death Drop gets two again. Sting goes to the top, uses a bigger Scorpion Death Drop to end this. Uh, your winner is Sting in 6 minutes and 39 seconds. Uh, disappointing, I thought this uh, could have been at least decent, but it sucked. It was very short. Neither guy seemed to really uh, put in any effort. The tag, team, the tag title stipulation and booking was dumb. I gave this a 1 out of 5. Alrighty, so here are my thoughts on the fi- uh, my final thoughts on the uh, show as a whole. I gave the show a three point five out of five, which is not so good. Uh, the first half of this pay per view is a surprising street. Uh, I've pretty much ever gotten out of a uh, out of three four star ratings on a WCW show. I mean, four out of five ratings on a WCW show. I did the first three matches here. The Guerrero match is a solid one too. Besides that, though, everything else is uh, mildly disappointing. Uh, Booker, uh, Finley, or just flat out bad. The top of the card in WCW sucked, and it showed here. Recommended the show turn this off before the U.S. title match, and you'll be glad at least the worst stuff is relatively short. So yeah, guys. Those were my final thoughts on the show. So overall, my final grade for WCW uh, Great American Bash 1998 is a 3.5 out of 5, which is not so good. So yeah, guys, thank you guys for listening, and peace.